Welcome to Always West Seattle, the podcast where the people, places, and stories of West Seattle come together. I'm your host, Keith Bacon. There's always something happening in the Alaska Junction, the heart of West Seattle. And though many of our annual events this year had to be canceled due to COVID-19, there's still plenty going on, including major happenings like the Farmer's Market and Junction Harvest Festival, rethought by innovative organizers to be safe and socially distant. And then there are the spontaneous acts of activity that center themselves around the Walk Always Crosswalk, from protests to public art, and people stopping you to talk about saving the rainforest, joining their church, buying some Girl Scout cookies, or picking up a newspaper to support the homeless. One of my favorite regulars in this ever-changing intersection is a young guitar player who plugs in and plays his heart out for hours at a time, creating a distinctive soundtrack for everyone passing through. His name is Ahmad Odom, he's 21 years old, and this is his story. What's your background as a musician? So that's a story. I started playing guitar when I was 10. My mm-hmm. grandma bought me a guitar and she had got me into piano lessons because she was very adamant about me and my twin just doing something with our lives. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in piano lessons, I saw that my teacher had a guitar and I was like, yo, I need to learn how to do that. Because all throughout elementary school, my idol was Jimi Hendrix. So I was like, yo, I, I want to play guitar. And yeah. so I stuck with lessons for about a year. And then I sort of just fell off, didn't really play. You know, I remembered basic chords throughout the whole time. And then uh-huh. I picked it up again when I was 16, sort of just wrote a little something. Uh-huh. And then 18, 19 roll around, and I'm working on a song about the passing of like my loved ones, my dad died and my grandma died. Mm. And then I was working on it with my older brother at the time. And I was, we made some progress and I was like, awesome. And then two weeks later he passed away and Uh, I was like, Oh fuck. Excuse my language. Yeah. I I need to finish this. I I need to finish the song. And so I finished the song and I played it at his funeral. And I realized after seeing like getting the reaction that I got, I was like, you don't need to stop here. Keep going. Mm-hmm. You can make a difference. Like you can make people feel. And then from there, my buddies had me open for them at a club in Pioneer Square, uh-huh. the underground nightclub. Yeah. I like opened uh, as a DJ for 30 minutes. And everybody was like, dude, you did really good. I was like, <laughs> ah. Like the only person there that was like below 21, so I couldn't drink. And I was just uh-huh. like really... I don't know if you've been in that situation where it's like everybody's getting drunk and everybody's drinking and you're just the sober person. I'll be like, I'll have water, please. Yeah, (laughs) I have definitely been there. (laughs) Yeah. So it was a little interesting being on that stage. It was like a feeling of like almost nirvana. Like I just was so happy. I was like, there's no way I can't come back to doing this. Like I need to be on stage again. Mm -hmm. And so I started just playing out and busking. And slowly started to get somewhere with an acoustic guitar. Mm -hmm. And then back last May, I bought my first electric guitar. And this is where, like, just this year is where I've honestly gotten good. And you you can look on my Instagram even. You can go back to May when I, like, got my guitar and then just look at the progression in the posts. And it's for me, I'm like, that's why I made those posts. So I can see that. Uh huh. But it's just, whoa, I'm like, finally out here now. And I bought all my equipment myself, which Mm -hmm. is such a good feeling. (laughs) And 
I'm making enough to like provide for my daily smoking habits, which is like mm-hmm. surprising. Like <laughs> that's more than I could ask for. And then on top of that, I can still help out at home and mm-hmm. give my mom money. Like I'm still looking for a job all yeah. with all that's going on. It's been a little like, cause it's I nuts. have asthma. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put myself out there and be, a, be in that situation. But I heard that it's also not as bad for me if I have a strong immune system. So I'm just right. Like, Okay. Who knows? Weighing my know? options is you could die, you might not die. Like right. it's it's gonna happen one way or is another. Is it Tuesday or is it Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> um how often do you play in the junction? I try to go like once a week if mm-hmm. I can nowadays, but you could probably find me there more depending on if the weather's nice. Sure. So And you mentioned Jimi Hendrix is a personal hero of yours. Are uh there particular artists or styles that you like to play when you're out? playing in the junction yeah so i have a real like psychedelic rock vibe and uh-huh. i also am a rapper so i th- there's a lot of I-, I could just give you like a list of artists and you could mm-hmm. sort of go from there but it's hard to really tell you what i do without showing you and uh, the one thing i hate saying this so much but i don't know anything it's all self-taught like what i've created I don't play anybody else's music. Like, I know a few songs, but I just don't play them because it's hard to get into them. And it's it's totally fun to play somebody else's music. And I see the value and that it's, like, necessary to progress in some way, that you you should learn other people's stuff so that you can learn that more technically advanced and so on. But as of right now, I'm in a spot where I'm like, "Eh, I'm just going to I'm just going to do me. Yeah. You know, because it feels right. And so far, people like it. And. I love that people like it. It's cool. So when you're playing, are you playing songs you've written or are you just improv jamming or yeah. based on your mood or, or what you're feeling or how does that work? So it's uh, a mixture of both. I have w- what I call pieces. My loops are my pieces and I'll remember like a few sequences of notes and a little da 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 here and this and that for each piece. But outside that, everything is all freestyle. It's all random. I just, I like doing it that way because if you go and you you listen to this music, you're only going to get to hear it that way once. And to be able to go to my concert sometime in the future and be like, yo, like he killed it that time. Maybe I won't (laughs) the next time, but like he killed it that time. And it's not on any recordings anywhere. Like I got to experience that. Like I want to do that to somebody. And I do have written songs I have sad songs, so mm-hmm. they don't really hit people in the best type of way. And, you know, you hear me belting about, like, how I just want to love you, and you're broken, and you won't let me love you. It's like, I, do I need to get... Is this guy okay? <laughs> so I'd rather just try to keep, like, a... I try to keep a, a very rocky, slow rock type alternative vibe mm-hmm. most times, but sometimes I just can't help myself, and I'll play something metal-sounding and right. really, like dark and heavy and people look at me and they're like okay (laughs) all right (laughs) what's the general response from people when you're out there playing generally it's good i want to say that nine times out of ten i when i interact with somebody it's a good positive interaction and you know i don't expect people to be nice to me and i i want them to of course Mm -hmm. but i also want them to be like as brutally honest with me as possible and be like, Hey, you know what I mean? Like, really, you know, I don't like you. Be like, thank you. You know, be like, okay, go about your day. But like, 
<laughs> you know, thank you for telling me. Like, if it, there's something I'm yeah. doing that's upsetting you, like, if I'm playing music in the junction and you live across the street and you absolutely hate me, come down and say something to me, please. I will move. I will <laughs> stop playing there. Like, it's that serious to me because it's it's about, like, being a good person. It's about, like, my morals and my code. You know, I just mm-hmm. – I want to having good interactions with people. Has anyone said, like, I don't like what you're playing right now or anything like that? I think the closest I've ever gotten to something like that was one time. It was pretty early, and I went and played at Starbucks, like, underneath, you you know, where Starbucks Uh is. is. I played right there, just outside the pillar, closer to the edge of the sidewalk. And I was Uh playing my acoustic guitar back then, and somebody who was living up above was like, shut up! (laughs) And I was like, okay. And I just moved. Like we've never heard acoustic music drifting out of a Starbucks before. (laughs) At least it wasn't Wonderwall, okay? You know, it can't at me for that one. (laughs) How much does the environment of the walkaways intersection, like what's happening there, influence uh, what you're playing? Generally, I don't really look up. Mm -hmm. So I can tell when the lights are changing because, like, you know, my peripheral vision is always there. But I don't, like, seek to, like look at just to impress them sometimes i'll like look at somebody and i'll be like make a good eye contact with them be like oh yeah mm-hmm. and i'll just be like you know kill it for him but otherwise it's just like i'm doing my thing i i'm performing for you i aim to entertain so you know if you see me like look back at my guitar and start going crazy it's not necessarily just because i want your money it's just because it's like yo i'm vibing yeah the vibe like yeah. you know and i guess the second that always walk hits every time I want to be soloing. I want to be going as hard as possible and, and just being in my flow state. And sometimes I'm like in between loops and that's when it, it like sort of gets down on me. And that's those moments sort of wear down on me in a Mm -hmm. sense, because it's like, it's quiet, you know? Yeah. It's almost dead silence. And and you, there's just the people walking across and on an average day, like You'd be surprised how empty that street can be because I start at like one and I'll play till five, but right. I don't always do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many, many times that street is empty and I'll, I'll think to myself, I'll be like, okay, you can just pull it, mess around with loops at, at this one. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to be walking and it'll be the time that everybody's walking, <laughs> you know? And it's like, oh, well, they were going to give you money. They're probably not going to do it now because it sounded pretty funky over there. But, um, yeah, no, I just, it's weird. Cause it is, you know, sort of a job. Yeah. So it, it is really hard to, you know, sort of center yourself and keep my sense of direction and be like, Hey, it's just about the music, mm-hmm. but it's like, also I'm living off of this right now. So right. like maybe, you know, like, I guess I need to just be more responsible mm-hmm. more than anything. Cause right. like everybody who is in West Seattle, you guys are treating me well. Like, thank you so much to all of you guys that, that are out there. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> the people like you, you're feeling the support and that's great. It's, it's beautiful. And it makes me want to cry sometimes. It's like just making $10 an hour, you know, like it's cool that, he, even one person, like the, uh, the best people I always say are the people that don't give money because those are the people that mm. stick around and chat me up and, you know, like right. care about my music, you know, 
And those are the people that are going to be coming to my, you know, my shows and stuff. And that it's cool to like start to build a fan base off of something so little, it seems like. And also, as you mentioned, you know, you want that feedback from people and for people to hang around and talk to you and you get a sense yeah. of what they're vibing on about what you're doing. I think that's, that's important as a creative person to know how it's working with people. I have a Pink Floyd tribute and I think just a lot of people like Pink Floyd. So it's not necessarily that like people come out in droves right um like to give me money at all ever i've never done something really that like drew a bunch of people's attention at once um and i think it's mainly because in the junction everybody's doing something yeah you know and i totally respect that i'm not you know right. i'm not dying to be the center of attention but like i still get my spotlight you know so i yeah i, I can't complain so what's your dream with your music? Well, you know, where would you like to go? What would you like to be doing as a musician? See, that's that's fun. I I used to be able to answer this so easily. Before everything changed? No, no, no. It was it's not even to do with COVID. It's just where my head's been at recently. I do want to do this with my music and I want to make it to a point of making electronics mm -hmm. and be in the music industry, but more on the technical side, mm -hmm. I want to go and make like multi-effects processors, guitars with loopers in them and things like that. And I want to give people something at the very least. But with my music, it's more of like, I don't think I want to live off of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it or well, for a while, I didn't want to live off of it. Now it's sort of like, I could potentially do this as a career. Like I love it i find challenges with it i will struggle with it i know for sure i think that you know if i really got the opportunity to like you know get signed or like get somewhere with it i would jump on it yeah but as of right now i'm more focused on like getting my life together man <laughs> um because it's it's crazy it feels like every time me and my family like get to solid ground Mm -hmm. It starts to like erode beneath us a little bit hmm. and we have to like travel again in a sense and, and find a new high ground. And that, that feels like it's been happening with me. Like I just got out of a relationship and COVID's happening. So I'm just like, okay, uh, mainly I just want to get a job, maybe get into a craft. Yeah. Do that for a while, save up, continue doing music every single day. Cause right. that's not going to change. That has to, this is one thing I've, you know, made sure of is I need to play every single day. But, mm -hmm. you know, I definitely am more focused on like living my life and surviving, you know, right. because, you know, being a guitarist is cool and fun, but if it don't pay the bills, right. your boy can't do nothing. <laughs> well, and it sounds also like with your origin story, with your family's deaths that brought you back to playing guitar, um, maybe music is more than money to you you know it's a place to feel safe or to express yourself yeah why do you think live music is important to a community i feel like a lot of people appreciate art and i feel like without art in our lives without art in our community you know we might feel a little bland a little melancholy mm -hmm. you know what's got to express ourselves like and i feel like people in west seattle are pretty expressive mm -hmm. i feel like uh, i've chosen a good spot <laughs> i think you have do you want to play some music all right, so let's do that music thing. Cool.
sounded great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Now, would that be a, a loop or a piece that has a name or anything? Yeah, yeah. This one is called Eternal. Epic sounding is what I want it to be. It definitely felt epic. Awesome. Thank you. Keep up with Ahmad's musical journey by following him on Instagram. His handle is Weekend Coffee, with the last letter E replaced by the number three. That's it for this episode of Always West Seattle. Find us on Facebook for regular updates, and be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you stream this podcast from. Thanks for listening.